Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Hey everyone, Stabcast Will here. Just wanted to clarify that reports of my death are highly exaggerated. And before we start today, I just wanted to take us down a trip down memory lane to take a quick refresher on what Tim's predictions might have been for his performance in this episode. So without further ado, let the show begin. (laughs) I said I would like to try. I would like to try hard, 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 try hard. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to Stabcast. I'm Tim, looking for a new game, Hannon. Ben's staps are hard, Fowler. And Ryan, your feelings and opinions are invalid because I said so, Silwaski. And Will, ATRTs are valid, Heim is off on assignment to get better. At the game. How's everybody doing? <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about Listen, my uh, opinions right now. Not gonna, not gonna lie. Uh, I, I bet you Staps right. are hard, but they're the hard anvil, which was the droids hammer their enemies into. They were they were hard enough to knock you down a few pegs. How about that? Uh, Get right. they, they were. They were. <laughs> so yeah, Will, Will's out this week. Uh, yep. Yeah. So he got... He got down with the sickness, I guess. Ryan, Not that sickness, people. Don't Ryan, don't get your arms no, 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 no. together. He's fine. He's fine. But uh, anyway, this you week know, as, on... as a as a grown man who has a forty hour week job, I think he's just feeling the tiredness of a week. <laughs> right. he's, he's now struggling. <laughs> he's suffering from being an adult. It's a chronic condition. <laughs> it is. It doesn't get better. It's a chronic condition. It's a lifelong condition, in fact. <laughs> and you know that's that's something coming from you, Tim, who often forgets his conditions. I was waiting for it. There's always a tie-in. There's always victory points to the banana stand. <laughs> oh, good. I need that meme. I'll give you I need that, that meme. I need that meme in my life. <laughs> this week on Stabcast, we played in an event, and we had a lovely time. We did have a lovely time. Yes. Honestly, um, so we talked about it last week. The event was in a mall, so there's lots of open space. Yep. There was a 40 Hammers GT going on, so there's lots of people on that side of the mall. Yep. Uh, there was a... Is it Clash of Kings? Rivalry of Kings? Or some some, other, some other kind of medieval fantasy miniatures yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. They, they had three tables. They were, you know, they had fun. Yeah, there was one guy who yelled a lot. Yeah. <laughs> there was one yeah. scream that was just like, oh no! <laughs> oh, I definitely thought something was happening, like, and, you know, heart attacker. Yeah. And I appreciate <laughs> someone who is so invested in their game to just scream in a shopping mall. Like, I don't. That, that's commitment right there. <laughs> I, I don't appreciate, but okay. So, all right, so we have a real tournament. We're going to go yep. play with real people. Models have to get painted. Yep. Um, I was up till 2 a.m. the night before in typical Stabcast faction. So here's the list that I chose. <laughs> now, part of it is because Cole Key, devoted Australian listener, um, <laughs> sent me a list, but it had Dooku. And listen, I love Dooku. I see the things. And I, in retrospect, he would have helped me a little bit, but not enough. Huh. Um, <laughs> it would help me in my last game, maybe. But... The activation you lose by having Dooku, because Dooku is 30 points more than, than Grievous. Right. I mean, I lose a B1 body, which is, you know, is handy. And I wanted 12 activations. So I went with <laughs> Grievous. <laughs> I, I wanted it, and I was going to have it. <laughs> Listen, if I'm going to get salty on this podcast, I'm just going to Veruca salt it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I had Grievous with all the fixings. You know, I had the endurance, the strict orders, the aggressive tactics, and the gun. I had four naked B1s, a B1 with HQ, three BX sniper uh, 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 strike teams with SA, 
Two steps with link targeting, one step with HQ. Okay. So that was 12 activations That's grand crazy. total. That's hot. Crazy to me. I love it. It was exactly what I thought droids should have been able to do. I was just going to say, box. it's what droids should do, so I'm not mad about it. That makes sense. And it's, look how, like, I like the what smattering, should have been too. able to do. You have, you have Grievous, you have B1s, you have BXs, you have Staps. Like, what a fun list. Oh, it's abs- and it really is fun. And because of the bad control you can kind of do with order tokens and such... I didn't. I never really felt bad about what my bag was. Yeah, no, like, absolutely. It was always going to be grievous and normally two BXs. Yeah, because you can create the chain well enough to pull that off to, to make the rest of it work. No, I said it with sarcasm. So I had tone, high hopes I like for it. it. I do like it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I had high hopes for it. I, I was able to do a lot of things. You threw slightly better dice, even though the B ones are going to be one it. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the BX snipers throwing two red is cool, except the lack of pierce and high velocity mm-hmm. really does put a damper on some things. Mm-hmm. Um, even with sharpshooter, but yeah, I, I, it was fun. I, I, it looks like something I was going to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Cold key to kind of put the, the germ in my head, and I did try it with Dooku on Wednesday, mm. and I didn't care for it. So, mm. um, it was it was good, and it's Dooku. Like it, it is all the right things, and I see why people like it. But I was awfully sure that I was going to see a lot of ATRTs at this event. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, there was a there was a healthy amount of ATRTs, and so Dooku was not going to survive long enough for me to do the things where right. Grievous was. Understand. Right. So um, I, yeah, that's I, my list. That's what I brought. I brought a Iden double SF, double shore, double mortar, single RTC, and double bike list. It was 800 points in the nose. Um, nothing really fancy on the ISFs, just their crit gun and O-push. Uh, I had her gun because it's good. Shut up, Beezer. Um, and <laughs> the little friend bot, Opush, and Overwatch, which Overwatch I can't leave without now. It's too too good. Um, and it was it was solid. I really brought that. I bought the bikes mainly because two reasons. A, they have impact. And yep. once you get all the bikes hitting together, yep. they have a good amount of impact. Plus all the critical and the ISF. It felt like a good... And the uh, shores, of course, it felt like a good way to counter any armor I, f- I encountered. So yeah, I was you ready at least for have it. Have an answer, yeah. Yeah, I have impact and critical should be fine against armor. Um, and then also the other reason that I bring the bikes is because they are supports. And there's this cool card called Pin Down, and you can throw it down as a two pip, which will beat both Tax Strike and Take That Clankers. <laughs> Give an order to your yeah. both of your bikes. And then anytime your support units shoot at a unit with a face-up order token, doesn't even have to hit them, just shoots at them, performs an attack, right. that token goes back in the back. And that's, and so I it's... That's really, really nice. Uh-huh. I think the coolest thing I've ever seen someone do with that is mm-hmm. uh, split fire their bikes. Yep. Where one guy shoots with his pistol and one guy shoots with the front gun at two different yes. targets. And just it's like, almost oh, like if you sure. let me finish my thought, that's where I was going. Oh. But yes. <laughs> but yes, that's, you're exactly right, though. That's exactly what was, my plan was to go in there with two units of bikes. That's four tokens I can put back in the bag. Um, almost back to back. I mean, I have to survive for one one shot. Yeah. But after that, um, yeah, it's a super great counter to take that clankers and now to attack strike. Uh, sadly didn't really come to play for me but uh and, it does i've used it before in general yeah also true um i've used it before with great success also on an atst pin down is great because you can yep with that long range mortar for 10 points yeah just nope 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 anyway so that's that's why it's i brought cool. that it's quite good and i love to see that command card come back 
yeah. I feel like it's been out for a while. Well, and yeah, so it's, it's it, a cool card. It was it good against Take That Clankers. Right. It, it was good against Take That Clankers, but it's kind of hard to bring it for one thing. But now with the prevalence of Tax Strike, I can bring it pretty comfortably, knowing that I'm going to mm-hmm. counter multiple things. It's not just a one-trick pony anymore. So mm-hmm. I, I like it now. I dig it. Uh, I dig it. Yeah. It also makes me bring supports. <laughs> yeah, that, that's yeah. fair. And honestly, having got to play with some staps, I really I forgot how miss, how much I miss the bikes. I really do. I love them. I love them so much. They did solid. Um, they did real good. So Ryan, what'd you take? Well, I mean, if Ben is taking a twelve activation list and Tim is taking a ten, surely Rebels are the, are the high <laughs> activation list, right? So uh, I took nine activations with uh, Cassian K two Sabine. <laughs> Four Rebel Troopers, uh, two of them had medics, one of them had a repair bot to follow K2 around, which was hilarious, actually. Um, <laughs> That's, why? Why? <laughs> because the first time you do it to somebody, after they've put all this hard effort into actually damaging K2 and you just pull a wound off, they never shoot at K2 again. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I had, uh, I had not played any Mandalorians yet, so I wanted to, to take a Mando list, and so I took a squad with the best card duelist. And a squad of uh, Clan Ren itself. I had a fully kitted Sabine. I even took the energy shield. um, Because with her refresh card and volunteer mission, I knew I could pretty much every game effectively get three uses out of it. um, Which feels real, real good. Taking Sabine from five to eight health. (laughs) Um, Plus having medics to, to back everything up. Uh, It was a, it was a cool list. It was, it was different. I have not really drunk the recent rebel Kool-Aid that is you just bring a few cores and they don't really shoot and they just kind of hang out and, and do stuff. Um, I can probably all day count the number of times my core units shot on both my hands, <laughs> like between, between three games. Oh, wow. Um, yep. All the work was put in by, by the rebel hero hammer. Um, and they were just there to, to support, which kind of makes me start to think that, uh, maybe once the, the portable scanner comes out, um, that that may be a valid option for some for some rebels just to to kind of run around and pass out aim and dodge tokens behind their their the more impactful friends. Right. But yeah, so was, you're going to give medals to your heroes, but Chewbacca's going to carry the workload and get nothing. You'll <laughs> <laughs> get a planet thrown at him. That's what he'll get, and he'll like it. But oh. but yeah, uh, taking this this weird like this list plays differently than a I even thought it would, or b anything I've ever played before, with three jetpacks and these short range kind of kind of skirmishers. Nice. Uh, it was it was cool. Nice. It was fun. Now, I've got to say, I love Dicehead. Um, it's in the Cleveland Mall, which is about 20 minutes north of Ch- uh, Chattanooga, about an hour south of Knoxville. It's a mall that's not dead, but sort of. It is so it it's lots rows, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's got lots of open space. There's not much in the thing. Um, but, you know, the, the store owner came out. He was, he was very kind to us, you know, thanked us all for wearing masks. We were. Um, we hand sanitized up. Uh, he gave away great prize support. Like yep. we got lots of promos that we, we got not seen. Yeah. yeah, we got paintbrushes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. he donated a little bit extra to the prize pool. Yep. I mean, great, 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 great tournament. Um, our, our tournament organizer Josh sets things up, and I, in the first round, have to play <laughs> the Chattanooga trash can. Brett Rinko. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> it's not like I hadn't played him, you know, like a week ago on TTS, but it's fine. Right, it's right, all fine. Exactly. 
It's all hey, life. you chose that um, life. I, you chose that life. I, I did. <laughs> so there's twelve. There's twelve people this tournament, and eight of us are from Knoxville. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we know how the odds uh, we, go. We know how the math shakes out. <laughs> I mean, I I brought a car full. We actually brought terrain with us as well because of the uh, the the forty hammer GK, GT thing. They needed all the terrain we could get, so we built two and a half tables ourselves. I think right. at least I think three. Um, yeah, I mean, we so we had the stuff there. I I put four people in my car. Uh, we we were we were jam packed in there, so we had a lot of the Knoxville local cheers talk about in Chattanooga for this event. Uh, but yeah, so Brett is playing, of course, the clones. It's Rex. It's R two D two. It's two ATRTs with the laser cannon because of the range four. Strange um, choice, but all right. Yeah, okay. I mean, you, okay. you got to flex. You got to flex. Uh, and I get part of it is part of it is Brett, and this is one of the reasons why I do love him. Is his idea was sound because of the armor he could take the range four hits on things that were far away, and you know he surges on everything because the Republic ATRTs. So he yeah. felt pretty good about being able to keep it alive. Uh, he had fives on a phase two squad. He had echo on a sniper squad and then just a, a sort of clone nonsense. It's, you know, clones is what they do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> R2 also had C3PO. Cause so I hear tokens are cool. All the tokens all the time. I hate C3PO We had so advanced, <laughs> advanced and key positions and minefield is what we had. Um, so, you know, it's actually a pretty good place. We're on a good map. We're on the farm map that I, that I tend to build. Had lots of building stuff. It was actually, everything felt fine there. But it was a hard-fought game. It was. Brett and I really traded blows. Like, there were a couple places. I killed Rex very early. Um, he, he, like, his entire, most of his command hand was gone and flushed away. And then it just became a flaming pile of horse manure. <laughs> um, it was A clown dice. fiesta, if you will. It was a clown fiesta. It was dice and clone shenanigans followed by dice and more stupid clone shenanigans. It's all the tokens to shoot all the things all at once before you're able to activate. I managed to get five criticals into an ATRT, or no, six. <laughs> he blocked four of them. Yep. On white dice. That that mm-hmm. surge I, makes all the difference. It does. Oh, it makes it all really the difference. Does. I mean, it's just shenaniganry. And so, uh, I mean, we're playing key positions, and he and I are fighting, I mean, tooth and nail. Um, and it comes down to points destroyed. And it's because I lose Grievous due to stupid clone shenanigans again. <laughs> we're allowed to fire support and have all the tokens. Um, I mean, Grievous. He. Do, I mean, Grievous does damage. Like he stays alive a really long time, but because one of his sniper squads has Echo, and the other one has uh, fives, he's able to fire support with forty dice in three directions, and it is just <laughs> the grossest thing ever possible. Um, so I walked away from that game with a loss. Like I said, we, it was well, it was well done, but it was it was a lot of horse manure for a lot of it. So I was a tad bit salty. Yeah, not you, against Brett. You were not against Brett. You were probably the second saltiest person after round one. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I mean, and I was, and I liked it. It's not against Brett. I love Brett for as much grief as I love to give him. Um, but that game was just stupid. Like it was yeah. absolutely dumb. So you know, clones to Linda Estall. Clones <laughs> Clones aren't the only problem, though. That's <laughs> there's other issues. Tim, Tim, how did your first game go? There's other problems, <laughs> and it starts on the home front. <laughs> <laughs> so my round one opponent was the one and the only our beloved our our local Keith. 
our local our local man. We we raised him up and encouraged him from going from X Wing to the Legion. We were trying for years to get him to play this game. We he's well loved by the community. Uh, he, we really wanted him to come to the event. He wasn't going to come. Then we, <laughs> we kept encouraging him. Come on, buddy. Uh, you're going to have a good time. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Encouraging. Encouraging. And, and then he repays it by shitting on my chest. And that's it. <laughs> and not even paying me for it. That's a service. That's a service. And he didn't even pay me. <sighs> the sad thing is that I just played him on Wednesday. You did. Same yeah, list did. versus <laughs> same list. We were both practicing for Saturday, <laughs> and then round one we get paired together, um, and I beat him on Wednesday barely, barely, um, and this time around, that was not so much the case, although it was actually almost a table, but I lost. We'll just jump ahead here. <laughs> All right. But yep. yeah, in case that's not clear already, but we played uh, we played Sabotage and Witch Evaporators, Major offensive and supply supply drop. I play two supply drops and two VAPs games this, this uh, tournament. And the major reason I lost, if if we're being really legit and honest with ourselves about it, is turn zero, which I did say immediately. I did I not turn to you, Ben, because Ben was behind me. I said I, I've did. I've lost I've lost turn zero and I've done a horrible mistake. It was the Arrested <laughs> Development. I've made a huge mistake. That's Absolutely my fault. I put my VAP too far away. And then I whispered, Hermano. That's right. I put my VAP too far away. And, of course, this is before his units were placed. But I thought I put it because basically there was a no man's land. It's hard to explain without seeing the map in front of you. But there was a lot of good terrain. And then there's an open space and there's some more good terrain. And I didn't want to put my VAP in the open space. Because that seemed like Mm -hmm. a bad idea. It seemed like a no man's land. So I said, okay, so let me put it over here. So I put it over there thinking it would be easy just to cap it with my RTC squad and just be set. And then I put the rest of my army pretty much over in the other flank. So it's just my RTC and my two bikes on the flank. And Keith, to his credit, well played. But basically, (laughs) uh, Mandos, Sabine, and R2 all on that weak flank... (laughs) It was Clan Ren, excuse me, Clan Ren, Sabine, and R2 all on that flank. He was playing triple Mandos, one of which was Clan Ren, Sabine, R2 with uh, his idiot counterpart, Leia, <laughs> and I think it was three or four core, and that's it. Yeah, just three. So, just three. Yeah, just three. So it was super Mando heavy. Basically, Mandos and everybody else to support them, and, and R2, because he's so cheap. Why would you not bring him and break the game? So that's what we did. <laughs> And so that whole flank was was facing that. And then everybody else was on the other flank, the other two Mando units, the Core and Leia. And my other thing I did wrong, again, for being honest about it, is I'm still learning how to play ISF. Um, this tournament was only the second time I've played ISF. Wednesday was my first time playing with them. And so I'm learning how to infiltrate or how not to infiltrate. Because I don't really do it with Aiden. Mm-hmm. I've messed around with a little bit with Aiden. I don't really do it with Aiden. Because I don't like losing her as my commander. So I right. tend not to do that with her. So ISF, you got a little bit more flexibility. You know, if you lose one, it's not the end of the world, but it doesn't feel great. And I put one on the VAP. And it was okay, but they were immediately engaged in melee. Which is something he actually did on Wednesday as well. And then just echoing of Wednesdays, I... Just had to withdraw, but this time he did it on my tax strike turn, and so he was able to counter Ooh. my tax strike. Yeah, it was good. Last time I was I 
kind of counterplayed that because I kind of saw it coming. And this time I didn't know if he would do it. And we we're kind of playing that mind game. It was very much the mind game for turn one or two. Um, and yeah, he just, he countered it really well. And I was quite, quite immediately salty about that because I lost not only two units out of my ISF, but then they had to withdraw. So then they got lit up and my tax strike was neutered. Now, the good news was I was also able to in turn light up his mandos and kill them. But it was just, it was not good. And that, again, the biggest problem was the weak flank because all of a sudden that was collapsing. R2's coming in and helping tap the VAP on his yep. way through, just adding insult <laughs> to injury. He took a moment. Troy. That's what he's yeah. Well, he was damaging it. <laughs> he's a blue player. Well, we also know he's a sabotage droid. We've seen yeah. him sabotage yeah. lots of things. That's true. But like, that was just adding insult to injury. Like, I see you coming towards my deployment zone, and then you're just going to take a minute to just pop pop a victory point on there, and then let me go get my extra free victory point as well. Yep. Um, and we eventually finally was able to kill R2, but basically it was just everything collapsed around me. And a lot of what it, why it collapsed. Here's the third reason, dear listeners. Um, I don't know if you've heard me address this before, but let's let's come back to it. Um, SA, S- uh, situational, situational awareness, awareness, is really, really good. And some could say really, really broken. When your unit <laughs> surges on red defense dice mm-hmm. with and nimble been. and lots of free dodges left and right, it's really hard to kill them. And when I say yeah. really hard, dear listeners, you might say, well, just throw enough dice and they'll die. To which I say, bullshit. Because I did that. <laughs> I did exactly that. And it didn't die. So don't tell me to throw a lot of dice at it. And you'll say, well, what if you bring Pierce? And I'll say, what if you shut the hell up? Because guess what? <laughs> They're impervious. So no. No. They're rolling extra dice. No. For two I- points, SA is broken. It's a good card. It really does. So I'm not a clone player, so I can't right. throw 22 well, dice. Clones is even worse. But uh, no, clones, I get six white dice on a B1. Yeah. Yeah. I best I get eight dice with my grievous two, you know, lightsaber trick. Yeah. I don't throw enough dice to get through all that stuff and kill them. Yeah. Like it, you really don't. With and having SA to block crits. I, uh, with dodges. I think the I only mean, way to counter, ironically, is with a clone list where you're just throwing like a huge fire support bucket of dice. But unless you're mm-hmm. doing that, I mean, I was shooting a full shore trooper with a T21, of course, and yeah. with an aim token. Now, SA is also nothing, a problem on clones. Yeah. I mean, it's a problem on clones as well. Yeah. So let me let me ask this question. It was um, oh, Before we go too far, oh, I will sure. say at the end of the game, um, he won on VPs. I believe it was five to two um something like that anyway something like that but anyway it was if we we went to turn six if we had one more turn i think keith and i both agree that i win one more turn because he was also really close to getting table because by the end Mm -hmm. of it finally i think sabine had one health leia had one health and there was a full health but naked rebel squad and that's all that was left which I had enough of my lists left that I could have killed them, but I just didn't have enough time. I needed one more turn. See, <laughs> you were salty mostly yourself, which is where a lot of your salt gets generated. And deserved. <laughs> I, I mean, I I fought Brett down to a tie on victory points. Yeah. To a tie and then lost because I lost Grievous in the very last round yep. due to clone shenanigans. Clone I mean, shenanigans. Yeah. So anyway, to right, go back to, to, to SA real quick. Yes, um, please. Let's do this. 
Let's do it. Now that I've had some some more time to like process and actually see what Keith was playing and what I was playing, because I kept hearing everything that, that was happening. I was like, S situational awareness wasn't doing me and my Mandos an absolute ton. Right. Um, but he also had R2 and C3PO. And I had calculate the odds on K2, but I kind of have to do it on him or Cassian because they're right. both so hungry for tokens. And he also had uh, had Leia, who's right. prolific at, at giving out aims and dodges. Mm-hmm. Is one way that you could tackle Keith's list um, to go after that that squishy interior support and leave the Mandos for last? When Because if you're going to chuck dice at them and they're just going to negate, 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 negate... Um, take out everything that's propping them up because I had a really hard time getting tokens onto my Mandos because I, I, A, I didn't have as many of them, but B, like I didn't have cool ways to hand them out um, outside of Sabine and Retinue was about the only token I was consistently right, getting. Right. So I like this conversation, yes. but let's put a pin in it because we're okay. going to come back okay. to this. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah fair. I agree. That's it's a good conversation to have and I see what you're saying, Ryan. But yeah, and, that's fine. But we we're going to definitely come back to yeah, this we'll episode, back. listener. Don't give up on us. That's right. Because yeah. I got something Hang to say about it. It's a lot of battle reports some... this episode, but hey, it's a tournament. Yeah, it's Look a lot at that. Of Look at us. I, I know. It happened. Look at us. Yeah, exactly. So round one, I got to play Dicehead Staple, Mark Wally. You mean Dicehead's finest painter. Well, yeah, he is... He is... I love Will. Uh, is Wally the best painter in the region? Oh, absolutely. I think so. As far as Legion goes? Yeah. Well, because yeah, Dustin Harvey's dead to us, so yes. Yeah, right. Dustin Harvey's dead to us, so that's right. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, Wally comes to events and Dustin doesn't. Right, and Dustin, um, and, you know, only oh, one of them betrays true, us, true. so, you know, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, got to, I got, to play, uh, got to play Mark, and he was running, like, I was, like, we're, we're going over lists. We get to a table, and this was a strange table. Let's talk about the table first. The table was a bunch of really nice, well put together, like MDF cut uh, buildings. They looked right. really cool. They had doors and windows that opened, and so we yes. were talking about: Do we want to open the doors? Do we want to pull the the roofs were remo- removable? Do we want to play inside the buildings and yeah. only put the roof tiles on top if people are going to go up there? And we we started to figure some stuff out. Yeah, and uh, I then start thumbing through his list, and I like. He's playing clones. I know where this is going. I see Rex. I see an arc strike team. And then I see like four Z6s smattered across phase one and phase two squats. It's like, okay, this is taking a stranger turn. <laughs> and then it's a rotary ATRT. Mm. So now we've got supports, core, special forces in the bag. And then the last card was a kitted saber tank. And I was like, well, I brought enough rockets on my Mandos for an ATRT. I don't know if I brought enough impact for a tank. Um, was, <laughs> I mean, this was, was a eight activation list, um, but it was uh, eight very spooky activations. Um, we do our we do our battle cards. We flip some stuff down, and we arrive on major offensive, uh, minefield, and recover the supplies. Ooh, why? So, so there's who, this. Who let that happen? Uh, who let, who Wally, let recover supplies? Happen? <laughs> uh, it was it was the third column. Wally couldn't do anything about it. Um, okay, it was Ooh. it was a thing that was happening. Um, uh, no, it's actually he did it to himself. Um, I left it in the center column on uh, payload. 
uh, because mm-hmm. he had not played Payload, and I was like, if Wally wants to play Payload, try something new. But he did. He wanted to do the thing he knew instead of uh, experimenting with a with a first time objective. Okay. Sure, sure. It's not a um, thumbs. There's not enough thumbs. Yep, that's yeah, true. And I have three. And I have three jetpacks. Um, jetpacks are pretty good at boxes. Yeah. They so are. so we de- we deploy or we we go to start setting up, and the center box goes on top of a building. And I was like, well, we can go in these buildings. Um, do, does and I asked him. I said, "I have jetpacks. I'm incredibly biased. You make the call. Does the box go in the building or does it go on top of the building?" And he says, "Well, like thematically, it would make sense that the supplies would be inside the building." I was like, "That's fine. It's okay." Right. When I go sense. to take the, the the roof off the building, I notice that there is a T shaped wall in the middle, kind of making it feel like three rooms. Okay. And the way that the the building was just off center a little bit to where there was two solid walls facing his major offensive corners where the box went. And so my first deployment is Cassian's now an operative and he's dropping right on that thing. (laughs) Actually, he's he's dropping right next to it. And then K2 is deploying on that thing Uh, because K2 is a much better box carrier with uh, armor and red saves. Um Yes, but uh, so we we set the rest of our boxes up. I have uh, one of my easy boxes. I put behind a building where um, it's kind of in the in even reach distance wise between the two of us on my long edge of major uh, offensive and his short edge. But there's a giant building in the way, mm. and then I put my other safe box completely on the other side at the very top of. Uh, or one range one outside of my short edge deployment zone. Right. He kind of does something similar, uh, but the way the game kind of got away from him is he was playing pretty well. His positioning was good. He didn't put enough troopers to go after his other safe box on the short or on the long edge. Mm-hmm. And he just sandbagged uh, the two boxes that were divided by a building uh, where we both put boxes. Okay. And, so I got the middle box. I got both of my safe boxes pretty easy. He got one of his safe boxes, but he never felt comfortable with the two troopers that he put out to go get his long edge box. He needed, he wanted to clear the area first because I sent my best card duelist and K2 that way to just mm. pressure it. I never expected to get it, but right. I just wanted to pressure it um, so he couldn't step out. The saber tank didn't have great firing lines. It was doing the best it could. Uh, but it was shooting. I was making it constantly have to pivot so it wasn't getting aim tokens. Um, and unmodified tank shots into heavy cover with dodge tokens means I'm throwing dice, but I'm not throwing as many dice as I probably should be. Right. Um, and so uh, so I just kind of I kind of outboxed him. And since he had concentrated so many of his troopers, um, Sabine jumps up on a building and throws probably one of the best explosions I've ever seen. And I think I get like six wounds uh, through <laughs> on explosions. Gross. Um, and then she chases Rex down, who had a box, and beats him to death with the Darksaber. I didn't ha- manage to pick it back up. Um, but, uh, yeah, his eight activations just didn't do enough. And like, it was a huge turn zero win for me. Like, getting getting that table um, with... With my jetpacks to get to play recover the supplies, uh, got me three to zero boxes on the end. But it was it was a good game. Playing with Mark is always fun. Uh, his models looked looked incredible, um, and I think that's the and this topic will come back up in a later battle report. I think <laughs> I he fell into the clone dilemma of 
I'm really strong in a turtled up ball formation, but when right. do I break out of it and go play whatever objective mm-hmm. game we're actually playing? And that's that's right. just where I came out on top of him. That's fair. So yeah, I uh, as the uh, stabcaster of us three that did win, Will also won his round one game. Um, he did. Uh, who did Will have to play? Let's let's look at this. I got the oh, tournament up. I, um, was it Lane? I think he played no, one he, of the. Uh, he played one of the Shadow. He was uh, oh, he played newer fellow. Yeah, he played the the new Chattanooga local. Um, Yes. So, yeah, there were, and I will say for this event, there were a lot of faces that I didn't know, which was cool. A couple guys came down from Lexington, Kentucky. Yes, they did. Um, So it was was cool to see see so many, so many new faces. So at the uh, end of round one, um, I do have to say it was kind of sad. Round one, the winner's bracket in air quotes was mostly Knoxville players. He was yes, and I guess we kind Ryan of count Brett in one, that, but he one. plays with us more than no, he plays okay. yeah, in yeah. Chattanooga. Um, so, so yeah, um, made a spicy, uh, spicy turn two ladder or round two ladder. So, uh, what, yeah. who did you pull? Not in that ladder, Ben. Uh, for round two, I yeah. pulled Camden, one of the new people we'd not met. So Camden is from Stay on Target fame, if you listen to the X-Wing podcast. Um, he's been playing X-Wing for a long time. He's from Lexington. And somehow Lexington and X-Wing, we never went up there for that. Yeah, no, I was kind I, of curious about that. Because when he was saying he's been playing for so long, and I was like, how how do I not know you? <laughs> and so part of it is because Lexington always tended to have their tournaments on the same weekend Atlanta was. Oh, that's yep. true. That's true. And so for us, we would rather drive to Atlanta. Other Lexington's not a fine city. Yeah, but, yeah. you know. The southern rivalries are there. You're likely to see your Birminghamians. I mean, yeah, you know, you're yeah. going to catch the people, the occasional had, South Carolinian. We had rivals and, uh, and names to take in Atlanta. Yeah, I was so. going to say, yeah. Exactly. We, we were more invested in Atlanta. There's history. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, but, you know, he's he's uh, he's in college at the moment. He uh, Some cousins picked up Legion, kind of convinced him to try it. He has been painting for two months. He's been playing for one, um, you know. He was wanting to stroll down because he, like every good X-Wing player, knows you get a lot of learning in a tournament situation. Yep. Yes, sir. A lot of games back-to-back. The conversations are, you know, a little bit stronger than your your weeknight play. And so he wanted to come down and play. He brought with him Krennic with binoculars. Which, My man. <laughs> yeah, Tim walks by. He's like, oh, look at that. Krennic with binoculars. Isn't that a great list? He's like, no, no. It boo. is. It is. <laughs> I still boo Krennic with binoculars. It's okay to be wrong. Uh, he had three shores, two had the T-21B, one didn't. He had three mortars, two death troopers with the things, and he had Bosk. Bosk. So we played key positions. So my second key positions of the day. Roll out and fortify positions. Now, the map we had was actually built by Will using the terrain that we had brought, and it was pretty decent. There were a couple big, large gaping areas, which fortified positions was perfectly fine. I chose it, like, in the lineup, because uh, we I was somehow uh, red player again. <laughs> With my bid of 793, uh, he had 792, so he was blue player. Right. But I we went with fortified positions. I asked him about rollout, because he has no vehicles in his list. Okay. And I had mm-hmm. three. And so he said he likes it because it is playing on the short edges. He also had long march, and he had... Um, uh, uh, major uh, offensive. Mm-hmm. He likes those kind of. It's, it's a shorter space for him to have to defend against, I guess. Okay. Which I which I completely get. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. worked for both of us. It really did. And with that, is a, a more defensive list. Right. So I can see it. I can dig it pretty hard. 
but because of rollout, I got to start basically at the four range from across the map. So it's, you know, it is long march plus the additional range man of six inches because right. I can put my stabs out there in that little crook of the L that's shaped there. Right. Did you forward I was, deploy your stabs at all or did you kind of put I did. them? Nope. I forward deployed them. And here's <laughs> why. Okay. And so I didn't forward deploy from the four. I forward deployed from the three. Okay. Gotcha. That's, yeah, that's, okay. I guess, what I was trying to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So the reason being is that I could then give a standing orders to the far stab. Mm hmm. And feed the entire line. I gave out nine activation tokens with the standing orders. Yep. And then I did it a second time. <laughs> and then I'll do it again. <laughs> I did standing orders twice. Because um, it was well, well, well worth it. Just because of the way the lineup was. Yeah. And because I could do that, that meant my bag was Grievous in 2BX snipers. Mm-hmm. And the terrain was such a place that I had pretty good cover to go hide Grievous. So I could control when things went. And so the Staps and Grievous went last. Right. Um, and it was beautiful. <laughs> um, it really was. So his he only had nine activations because of you know, the list that he brought there. So he exhausted his activations pretty quick. Uh, you know, he should, shot up at some B1s, but there, even with six bodies and, and heavy cover, it's still kind of hard to kill all of them. Yep. Um, on my one little purple B1 squad, I think he had seven suppression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's what that's what mortars do but, but he lived them through it. for just not dying yeah yeah right. they didn't die it was down to like two bodies and so they panicked away and they just started moseying their way off the board but i actually eventually you know spoiler managed to save them before the end before they got to the edge hmm. so that was good uh, yeah so i saved the staps to the end and they come flying over the top and he had moved krennic out to give an order token to his um death troopers uh, to, to give a, a, a an aim token to his death troopers, right? Which means when the staps came around that wall, he was right there. <laughs> so right. I lit into him. Krennic dies. Turn one. Gross. Oh, turn one. It, turn one. Oh, you. That's what you, staps can evil do. Evil man. Oh, I know. I, yeah, oh, my player. I get it. On his, and he stepped on his binoculars. <laughs> yeah, I did. And then, <laughs> and then I said, you know what? Who needs to die next, Bosk? And well, because yeah. I have that order control. Um, yeah, I was able to go with Staps first, order the line again. So Stap rushes in there, blows up Bosk, just pop, pop. I mean, he's right off the pop, table at the start pop. of turn two. Um, <laughs> I will say his store is, is, a is, a it's not Stormtroopers, his Shore Troopers looked around and was like, oh God, we got to kill a thing. So they wiped a Stap off the board. Good for them. Right, the second activation. You go like, then, Blanc, gone. So yeah, I was really go for him. Um, but then I, that just meant that I had another Stap that was right behind right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a reign of terror that I just took it to town on it. And then begin because of the order control, Grievous went last. Yep. So now this is the start of turn three. Grievous mm-hmm. is out in the open. So he's got it's one pip time. Yep. I rush in there. Um I blow up once the short shore troopers. I throw am able to throw my one pip at five different units. Yep. I kill one thing, I think. <laughs> <laughs> one so full unit or one body? One body. Um so the one pip because they're because they're imperials a lot of red dice and I didn't throw great dice so you know I would get one hit so he'd block it so I just added suppression everywhere and then be darned if he didn't rally at all <laughs> mm-hmm. but I mean he really did so my grievous felt ineffective but now grievous is in the middle of them and uh, the rest of my army the the eleven other activations are still there right. So he kills another stab. I've got this one stab running around. I eventually get behind the other set of death troopers. I blow them up. 
you know, Sniper's able to pick stuff off because I was able to give them orders a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I was able to go, oh, well, these guys have an aim token, so now they get right. pierced, and, you know. And then I had the I had the key position, so I just had my little B1s like, pew, 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 pew. They'll take an aim and shoot at a thing. I'll get no damage. Look at that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe I get suppression. He was a champ at rolling off suppression. Yeah, I will say. He absolutely side, was. Side note here, I think every one of my opponents rolled off suppression like champs. All, I, ga- all day I did long. Not do those things. All day. No, I didn't do those things all day long. Everyone was just rolling up. Like I was dealing so many suppression. I was just like, nope, doesn't matter. Okay. Yep. But again, it was that game of attrition. I, I yeah. was able to kill a mortar in turn one as well. Right. Um, because he had a mortar kind of close on my side. Most of his stuff was on his side. Uh, so I took a mortar out early. I took you know Krennic out super fast. Mm-hmm. And then when you take out boss by the end of turn, you know, two, all you have left are going to be, you know, um, uh, the standing orders. There's no other command cards left. Right, right. right. So then I'm always going to get to go first. So, yeah. But we had a lot of fun. We talked a lot of X-Wing, talked a lot of games. Um, He played Destiny for a while. We had a great conversation while we played. Um, Turns out he had looked at going to the same university that Ryan and... um, and Tim went to. Really? So we had conversations wow. about that. Yeah. I didn't know that. We, we had a great time, even though it was a bit of a beating. What is it? A bit of a learning beating. A learning beating. <laughs> this is for your own good. I'm doing this because I care for you. <laughs> Thunk. Thunk. <laughs> Krennic died because so, I care. <laughs> so I played Camden, and his, con- his cousin was Brennan, yes. who was actually the one who convinced him to come down and play. Yes. So, Tim, you played Brennan. How'd that game go? Yes, I did play against Brennan. Um, it was a really good game. He's a really good player. He's been playing since Clone Wars came out, uh, bringing new people in. So that's awesome. <laughs> Even if it's your cousin, it doesn't matter. Always right. welcome to bring new people. Yeah, no, 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 community. no disrespect. It's absolutely good. Um, so it was a really fun game. We played key positions, supply drop. So there's my other supply drop game oh. and battle lines. <laughs> uh, his list was interesting. He had mostly phase ones and arc strike. With Echo, I guess is the name. I forget. Echo and Fives, whatever. Yeah, They're, it's Echo. Yeah, Echo's sure, a sniper whatever. Guy. So the it's strike brave, was with it's Echo. Brave Boy and Snipey Man. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Ryan gets it. Um, and the full squad of arcs with Fives, the other guy, whose name doesn't really matter. Okay. And he had Rex <laughs> as well. And Padme. And R2 with his idiot counterpart. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine, guys. Some it's Z6s. I think he did have one phase two in there. And we addressed this after the game. I said... And I kind of had a hunch. I was like, uh, do you want more phase twos and you just can't find them? He's like, yep. He's like, this list should have more phase twos. Like, I, I just can't <laughs> just can't get them. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand. Yeah. 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 That's <laughs> um, a thing. Which is the thing we've talked about before, and now we're starting to see it come to fruition, but that's a, a side comment. But anyway, he's, he played really well with, with what he had. So he had some Z6s in there, mostly phase ones, like I said. So, and he was also at 10 activations, if I recall correctly. I don't know his exact count. But he did something interesting that I've not ever seen done for all the times I've played against clones. Cursed be their name. But for all the times I've played against <laughs> the horrible, evil, awful clones, he played both R2 for the secret mission and straight up played Padme for her secret mission, Divulged Double her. secret. Double oh, secret mission. It. I've heard it discussed. I've never seen it done. And it was impressive. Um, his Rex jumped up on top. We had a big tower in the middle. It was a very key position. Ha ha. Ha ha. But he yeah, jumped up on top of it, it, which was really effective because A, he was claiming the position. And also he's yep. in heavy cover. 
with perfect sight lines down to everybody. So yep. uh, with maybe like Rex in the bell tower. Yeah, exactly. Rex it's Rex tower. in the bell tower <laughs> with maybe some light cover shots, but he's got sharpshooters. So who gives a crap? Like, boom, doesn't matter. So yeah, he had great shots. Really, really good positioning there. Jump, get back up there. And I said, uh Oh, uh Oh, that's a problem. And I think I spent most of the game trying to shoot him off the bell tower. But anyway, my SFs, again, here's that infiltration discussion, trying to learn how to infiltrate and how the heck to do this. We infiltrated one side, yes, one side, no. And hey, now it was flipped around. My side that didn't infiltrate died first, and the ones that did infiltrate survived. So it just, that's, it's just that's wonky. Yeah, it's just wonky of how you do it and where you making sure you put them in good line of sight blocking areas. Um, I did, I think, something to speak to, to the survivability of the SFs with Infiltrate. I did do the tax strike shenanigans where you pop out and then pop back in. And using O-Push, you still get two aims. I mean, it, it feels kind of bad because you want that third aim. But when it keeps, but when it keeps your Concepts unit alive, that mean nothing to me. I know. Well, yeah. with marksmen, you want that. You and clones, you you and clones can go take one of these. Well, you want that third aim with marksmen. Like that's a at least a hit, if not a crit. So I want yeah, an aim. Yeah. That's all I, I want. I want your dodges. My to BXs go away. are not even allowed to take aims if I didn't give them an order token. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, so so I popped back out, popped back in, and that was really effective. So I, I'm learning from that. But anyway, so we did, we traded a lot of shots, and then his Padme and R2 were together, and they just they just crawled up the side of the map with battle lines, which I kind of saw them coming. But it was line of sight blocking, huge big, uh, uh, not tower. What am I thinking of? Temple looking thing. So I just could not even hope to shoot over, it. even with an ATSD, I wouldn't have been able to shoot over it. And so, I really like the map you're playing on, by the way. Yeah, Sorry, it was a it note. was a the good map. map. Was, yeah. It was a good map, except uh, as red player, I was 800 points, so I always had red player. Uh, I was on the side that I realized after the fact really did not have a lot of cover leading up to the big tower in the middle, whereas he had all the cover in the world leading up to it. So it was really really hurtful. I would maybe change that. Like it's enough to. I know not every map has to be balanced completely. But it it, it felt balance. real bad. Like I mean, there's a there's a point to where you say, okay, yeah, I'm the blue player, so I get to choose on board edge. But also, like, there's also a point where you go, okay, wow, this feels this feels rural bad. <laughs> and it was <laughs> it was the rural bad. Like, oh man, all my guys are in the open. I'm just hoping to red dice to survive. And right. I, I hate no man's lands, no matter what side of the board mm-hmm. you're on. So do I. yeah, even if I'm shooting into them, I'm like, oh, this feels bad. And kind of likewise, like I got some shots into his arcs. His arcs tried to cross the map, and they had to go through the no man's land, and they didn't make it. <laughs> Honestly, his his five squad just got shot to bits by my SFs, by the arcs, by the mortars. Like just everybody poured into him and just melted him um, with enough dice. It is possible. Believe in your dreams. <laughs> Hashtag kill clones. <laughs> but believe in your dreams. It is possible. Yep. But you know, whittled them down. And we, it was really bloody. We're, we're duking it out for that middle point. Because, again, being a central tower, we're kind of playing almost ring around that rosy. But it was like shoot around the rosy. Just kind of pop in, take a shot, pop out, take a shot. Anyway. So key positions with double secret missions. Yes. Means he could win just by taking his own safe point. Yes. That's what, that's what I was going to say. So, so jumping ahead after a whole lot of tits for tats. Finally got Rex off the tower. And his double secret missions come in and they hit it. And they kind of hit it a little early, in my opinion. And I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Why, why would you not just hide 
and then pop out the last turn and score. Like that's every game I've ever played with ever with secret mission. That's what someone does is they pop out the last turn, turn six and score. And that's the end. Congrats. And so he popped in and then popped back out and started coming towards my mortar because what was happening was people always underestimate how fast a double move on a mortar is because it's a pretty decently sized base. Pretty yeah, yeah, like for a yep. trooper. And so I was going to double move my mortar to help capture his quote unquote safe point because the safe point had been whittled down by my bikes. And so I was going to do that and he saw it coming. And to his credit, turn six, he played R2's one pip. Yeah, which gives R2 the speed to double move to get into melee with my mortar. <laughs> and then my mortar could only withdraw, and I was a hair short just by withdraw. I needed the second move action. And right. so I couldn't do anything. And R2 wasn't damaged, so I couldn't kill him. Like that's that's that. Bravo. Yeah, it Bravo. was super Bravo. well done. Like I, I, I hope you're listening to this. I love those helmet Yeah, plays. Absolutely well done. Beautiful. He's like, I've seen it done to me. I'm like, well, I've never seen it done, but I'm, I'm not mad. I'm just impressed. Like, well done. But again, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, but you're not in, you're not in the deployment zone, so you're not scoring your KP. And just like Padme was out of the deployment zone, I was like, does he not know he's missing his two points here? I'm like, oh well, we'll, we'll have to figure that out. The, you know, we'll fix it in post. We'll find it out in post. That's it. <laughs> and so it comes down to the end of the game, and here's the roller coaster. Everyone strap in. Initial counts. The, the initial. We'll, we'll, All right, hold on. We'll put a little on when the you, nose. <laughs> when you when you say the initial count, and yes, we're going to the floor to recount. Yes, key positions exactly. only has three points. To yeah, it not points to begin not when there's we a double secret mission. Not when there's. I mean, <laughs> there's suddenly not, five not to bring points. in the politic and of the modern time no, and age. I understand. How many times are we going to count these votes that's, before they get that's cast? That's why it's I said like, might be a little on the nose. We're going to have to do a recount here. But so the first count initial the five count is tough for Tim. That's it, it is tough. It, it was well, key positions. You're not supposed to count to five. What the hell is this? And so we put in. And so initially we thought it was. I thought it was correction. My initial thought was two to one. KP because his guys are out of the deployment zone and he only has his one home point. Mm -hmm. And then I have the middle point and my own safe point. Okay, two to one. Well played. Sorry you guys aren't in the point. And he goes, no. Secret mission, as long as you've touched the deployment zone, you can leave. As long as you don't die, you still have it. And I went, "Yep." excuse me? Mm -hmm. I've I've never had that done to me. Yeah, you put the victory token on the card, and you yeah. The, I I've never for all my times of playing it, I've never known that because again, I've never seen it done. No one ever does that. Right. They just they just sneak across, <laughs> and so he did that, and it was a very roller coaster of I'm winning two to one, and oh, I'm losing three I'm losing. to two. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm losing three to two. Uh, I had a range ruler. I now need to buy a new range ruler. So, um, <laughs> I did actually, I did not mean to break it. I thought, it, I thought it was my uh-huh, glue. Sure. No, no, shut the hell up. Uh-huh. It's, I have a glued together one and it was not my glued together one. And I went, oh, oh. I broke. Yeah. I went, so I, I bent it a little bit. I didn't mean to break it. And I was like, oh, dang it. Now I've broken it. Now I look like a horrible person. But anyway, so you I was are, three but... to two. Shut the hell up. Um, however, then upon the re recount, we realized that I did get my bike. To fly in, and my one health, the last surviving bike, was touching his safe point. 
and he only had a one body phase one clone man. Oh no. Who had to his credit I threw two hits into him with the bike and he blocked both natties. Just just both natty red dice block. Boom. No search tokens, no nothing. Just blocked it. And so it was one one, so we were actually tied on the home point. And it's always so now the current count is two to two. Two to two. And it's also a weird feeling. I've never kept a KP with a speeder bike before. It's a really weird feeling because <laughs> you have to. It's kind of hard because you have to get it just the right speed and just the right like touching it just the correct way. If you're if you're out of arc or whatever because of the, the the guides on it, you know, you got to get it just right. But anyway, so we got it two two. We do the math. I win by fourteen points destroyed. Dago. So count, recount, recount. Yes. Now count points killed. Yes. So after four <laughs> counts of different kinds, right, hold on. I win. <laughs> so you're hanging Chad is what got you I, the, yes. the election. I want to <laughs> ask a question here. Go for How it. How many times did you count your uh, points destroyed each of you? What? Say that Because if we, if we counted to five... Three times to figure out. What I demand a recount of this point. How many times did we count to eight hundred, let alone sixteen hundred between the two of you? I don't understand the question. I will not respond to it. <laughs> oh, all I'm saying is, at that point, do you get a uh, do you get the tournament organizer to to come over and count the points destroyed no, if we struggled with not. five? No. You bring in the Supreme Court. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. <laughs> no, I, I did. You know what I brought in? My calculator. That's what I brought. In. So all yeah. I'm saying is, so, Brendan, if so you this wanna, is a really good if place. you want to contest this election, you just yeah. let us know. Yes. Me it. and Ben, the election committee. Yes. Uh, but it was so a very. I have thing. some. This is one of those things about secret mission versus bounty. Yes. I don't think bounties is good. No, it's not. It's absolutely not. I. If you had Boba Fett with a secret mission, and all I do is hop into that deployment zone and then run away, yeah. Or if somebody had to kill, if Boba Fett is just supervising this team of assassins, and somebody kills it for the point, well, then maybe that makes bounty a little bit nicer. But the fact I, that you have to be the guy who does the kill shot and then also survive. So yeah, here's here's where I'll, yeah, I'll counter absolutely. I'll counter that idea. Um, if that's the case, you just hide Boba with a Speed 3 jetpack away from everything where no one can ever touch him, and that becomes okay. equally problematic. You're, and if you give right. him a secret mission, Speed 3, like, I, as a Rebel player, I hope I do not get a Speed 3 jetpack secret mission unit, because that would be just bananas and not fun for anyone. Well, also, you're, you're bounty, right. I have to choose the target. Right. I mean, like... You have to choose target, but here's the other problem. Let's say I get the bounty, and I do that. I achieve my goals... Woohoo! Like you said, Ryan, you're right. You hide Boba, keep him alive. Assuming it's Boba, it could be Bosk. Either way, if it's Boba sure. or Bosk, the problem is this: I've spent at minimum, if it's Bosk, a hundred and fifteen points to now hide in a corner. Oh, sure. That's a problem because mm-hmm. you just spent thirty-five goddamn points to do the same yeah. thing. <laughs> well, my secret mission is a little more. Well, Padme's a little more expensive, but well, Padme can. Su- yeah, no. But no, but like I said, I R two needs to go up in cost. I'm not debating that. Yeah. Uh, but R two's also speed one. Uh, um, doesn't matter. And, and he has to he has to rush typically towards towards danger. Unless but he can only get shot once. Per unless turn. he is the danger. No, R two was the no, one that knocked. <laughs> you can you can shoot R two more than once per turn. Uh, you just gotta be clever about it. Yes, uh, you can. Uh, not when he's behind line of sight blocking. Yeah. Yeah. It's. 
Yeah, I mean you can. And I'll, it's a, I'll, we'll, it's we'll, a quarter case no, to say you we'll, can get to we'll, that point. It is we'll a quarter talk case. about that in a in a game where it mattered. Um, okay, go for it. But I'm telling you, normally you don't. Normally you don't. I know what you're saying. You can back up. You can shimmy, shimmy, shaman, shanga. But well, when no. you when you play a faction that has a bunch of range two units, it's really uh-huh. easy to get. That's also true. That's also true. That it's actually an issue with the range four units. It's like I have so yeah. many targets, I cannot just shoot R two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Good game. round uh, round two, um, I got to play Landon local. Uh, he actually usurped my spot in uh, in Ben's vehicle. Uh, Landon the usurper. He did. Um, he did. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to go to the event until a couple days before. Um, with how crazy my work has been. And so when they asked me, I was like, I don't know if Landon wants a spot, you know, yeah. by all means. Um, but I'm still going to took my spot. Um, <laughs> and so I had to play Landon and his droids. He was playing pretty much the same list as Ben with a few upgrade changes where Ben took more defensive upgrades on his BXs. Landon took offensive upgrades. And I think everything else was the same. Um, I think maybe his Grievous was kitted a little, a little different too. Yeah. He had strict orders and endurance. Um, and so, uh, 12 activations against nine okay. is something I don't know that I've ever had to have been on the side of nine for before. <laughs> I've been on the other side of things, uh, but it was, uh, it was spooky. Um, this time knowing that Landon is a good player when recover <laughs> the supplies comes up in the third column, yeah. um, I shrug and say, well, we know where my bands are going and we play boxes. Uh, and he puts us on minefield and hemmed in mm-hmm. um, minefield. He's got the bodies to lose. I don't. Um, and his stats don't set them off. So seems, seems pretty yep, solid. They for do him. not. They do not. Um, so we played on the map that was, I think Tim, you played first on the, the desert with like the skeletal snake. Yes. Um, yes. And there is not jack all to hide my Mandalorians Thank you. behind. That's what I'm saying. That's where I didn't want my <laughs> I didn't want my uh, my vap in the middle of that no man's land. You know what yeah. I'm talking about now. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was a it was a very it was I think a, it was a great turn zero for me. Sure. It was a great map for Landon. Right. Um, because he can just kind of wade through the desert wastes, and then those tall those spires that were taller than they were wide, and it's like hard to hide units behind. But it's great for scaling BXs and scaling Grievouses. Um, mm-hmm. And so we start to play, and he brings all three staps, one, two, three, in, with his first three activations. And hemmed in, we're pretty close. Right. Um, I, uh, you know, hemmed in. I got to scout forward towards the middle point um, for the, the middle box. I sent my best card duelist squad and my just four-man rebel trooper squad after one of my safe boxes. Um, and my other safe box, I sent Sabine after. Mm-hmm. And uh, Clan Ren and K2 went for the mid. He uh, he brought those staps in, and I was like, he's going to pick a, a target and just F it up. <laughs> and I was like, is he going to go after Clan Ren? Is he going to try to punk Sabine down? And... I don't know if this is right or wrong. I'm really not sure with the way my list is designed. He went after my infantry. Okay. And where I got uh, five of my six heals off against uh, Wally in round one, right. he shreks my medic, my medic squads. We had oh. to have the awkward debate whether a medic can bring a medic back. 
And I think the conclusion I, we came to is yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't see why not. Because you it's it's it technically like it's a droid model, but it's not a droid unit. It is a well, it's, yeah, it's the same reason the Rebel Trooper. It's the yeah. same reason why um, you can't repair Iden's ID ten bot. It has to heal the bot. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I just never had that come up before. So I'm sure. trying to I'm trying <laughs> to keep my little Rebel Troopers alive in the no cover that I had because the middle of that map had. Some light cover for me to hide behind, but not much else. And he moved his staps first, so they are tokened up with surge tokens and dodge tokens. And they've he rolled with aims, so I'll give him that with aims. I want to say he went uh, 18 for 18 on his black dice. To hit. Gross. My defense dice uh, did not particularly show up. And Landon played the first stretch of this game so well at one point. The score was three to zero in Landon's favor nice. against my jetpacks on recover supplies. Nice. He made, I think, uh, one. I'm not going to call it a huge error. Um, kind of in that transition point to the mid game where he pulled his BX squad away from overwatching my safe box, right. where I had some best card duelists running towards it and a, a set of rebels. And when he moved away from it, it allowed my best card duelists to peel off and start to chase mm-hmm. where I could go pick them up with the rebels instead of having to commit more actions with my mandos to right. picking up a box. Mm-hmm. They got to hook around and kind of clean up some of his BXs and actually pressure one of his safe boxes. He ran away with the middle box and just ran and hid on his board edge. Wise. Uh, but by the time he ran away, there were only two B1s left in the squad that had it. But he mm. was out of line of sight from just about everything. Okay. My best card duelists were on two health, or two guys left, and they managed to use their jetpacks to get line of sight, and I still hu- I had held on to my rockets. Right. Um, and I blow him up. He drops the box. We have a knockdown drag out with Sabine. He's charging Grievous down the middle, but he's kind of doing it very tenuously and very slowly because he didn't want me just to turn all my guns on Grievous. Grievous took two wounds all game. Um, But I kind of range controlled him and I got up to punk enough of his B1s down that he was having trouble holding onto boxes. And he had a little bit of indecision about where to commit uh, Grievous to. With the way that Cassian and Sabine's cards work, with right. the the speed and when they want to play, um, I got turn priority in turns, I think, two and three, which is when I picked up all the steps. Mm-hmm. I managed to clear, clear those relatively quickly. Uh, but the game came down to Sabine versus some two sets of B1s to control a box. Hmm. And he claimed the box first. I cut them down with the Darksaber. He moved another squad in, claimed the box. And it came down to who's activating when and who's holding it. Because you can't claim an objective that somebody else has already claimed. Right. Um, right. So You can't drop the objective, so. Ex- right. It's, uh, I am, I knew I had a one pip left in my hand going into the final turn and I landed didn't. And so Sabine is engaged with two B1s who have a box. There's another set of B, a six-man squad of B1s just beyond a, a range two move from that engagement. So Landon, I, uh, when Sabine starts, she takes the aim token and she takes a standby. Because I have to wait and see what Landon's going to do with his other uh, squad. So if I... Sabine kills whoever she's engaged with. Those B1s can't move and claim. And now I have six more B1s to deal with. 
Um, so he moves them up and tries to shoot at Cassie because Cassian's got four wounds on him already. They're just fishing. He's got a dodge token. He's got situational awareness. Six unmodified white dice didn't didn't get anything done. Uh, plus danger sense. Um, so I bonk the droids, throw out my one pip, and it's Cassian's one pip. It's not Sabine's, which which kind of sucked. So we we go the roll off, or no, we don't go the roll off. I pull out of my bag, and I've got two operative tokens in my bag. I was lucky enough to pull one early to where Sabine can grab that box and, and take some defensive measures. Right. Um, but um, it was a, it was a really down and close tight game. He had me dead to rights at one point. I'm trying to remember the exact situation of how it worked, but it was if he moves and engages a unit. He prevents me from picking up a box at one point. Whoa. It was sweaty. Like it, there were so many room for both of us to to make some to make mistakes. Yeah. And I literally think Landon and I don't want I want this to be a compliment. Landon just made one more mistake than I did. He had near perfect play. Um, it was this good weird match of styles between just hordes of 12 activations of droids versus superheroes. Right. Because he got three of my four core units in the first two turns. And then it's literally just K2, Cassian, Mandos, and Sabine um, against the droid onslaught. Um, right. And uh, Clan Ren is, uh, is, is pretty clutch. Not going to lie. They're, they're yeah, clutch. they are. It was, it was a sweaty game. We went to time. Uh, we only got five turns in, and we almost only got four. We were both thinking real hard, and it was the best game I've probably played since LVO. It was an absolute incredible game. Absolutely nice. incredible. So I'm glad he, to hear that. Yeah. Like, Landon had me spooked. Landon really had me spooked. So it was good. It was fun. So I'm, I'm 2-0, feeling good, going into <laughs> round, uh, round three, where round three. the way with 12 players, we had three undefeated players at that point. Uh, myself, uh, Scott, another local, who I'm going to say it, I was kind of surprised to see Scott undefeated at this point. Scott was on fire. Scott so. was on fire. Scott Scott has his good days. He definitely does. Um, but there were some some good players at that tournament. And if you look at, like, especially after round one, the undefeated players going in, uh, they were they were some tough opponents. Uh, so kudos mm-hmm. to Scott. And then uh, it was me and, uh, and, it was me and Will um, with his, you know, Rex Padme bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to go take a look at some of the pictures of this event, you'll see them posted up on the Instagram. You want to see the very nice Superman flying staff that I have because FFG, the box didn't have the little footholdies for him. So we'll post him to be, yeah, to be Supermaning, which is lots of fun. Uh, Will, for some reason, you know, for as much skill as he has, didn't put enough glue on the grass to hold for the basing. So (laughs) I knocked all the grass off. All those models, so we got that. You so demand a refund. Right <laughs> I'm demanding refunds. But you can see beautiful photos of those things and our event on the Instagram um, for some of these tables, for some of these these model setups. I wish I'd taken a photo of my game and Brett because uh, we had mm-hmm. really nice positioning. Like, it looked beautiful. And because we were so in it and I was so salty, yeah. I forgot to take a photo. <laughs> so Proud of you. Uh, but really, some great pictures. Check us out on the Instagram at SWStabCast. And you can always find us on Facebook. Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, all those things. We're at, at SWStabCast. We're also all on the Discord. Um, I am still somehow playing the team league. Uh, I've not been kicked out of my team yet, uh, although I am trash. I'm 0 for 2, so that's great. <laughs> uh, and you can find us all on the Discord as well. 
Yes. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can head on over to our t-shirt shop at teespring.com slash stores slash stabcast. Uh, or you can uh, do what's become very popular because, well, we've asked for it because we're masochist. Uh, send us lists to play or send us questions um, or show topics. I mean, with how much Legion, sadly, we're getting to play now, like getting to all the listener lists is tough. Um, I've got one on the back burner that I need to play. I just didn't want to play it at a tournament. Um <laughs> I would love to hear some of y'all's show topics um, on what you guys want us to to pick our pick our brains on and hear what a wrong opinion is. Uh, we'd be happy to provide it. Always. Um, so, or if you're as events are in some places starting to come back online, or just uh, you playing in your garage with your friends, send us some photos. We'll put them on our Instagram. Uh, yeah. Promote uh, promote local play. So round three. Round three. Ready. Speak. So round three, you've got all these, the players who are doing well. You've got some, some good matchups there across the top. Now, Keith had lost his second game um, to Scott, which is how Scott mm-hmm. was at 2-0 at this point here. And I get the pair up, or Keith gets the pair down. I yep. am playing the Scourge <laughs> of Sneedville, the Mountain Raider himself. I, I kind of have to tell the story here because Keith is one of those characters you don't expect to meet while playing a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. No, um, you sure don't. <laughs> no. So we met him in the shadow of the Bristol Speedway. There was a little game store in this tiny little place. I mean, it was the size of my kitchen, honestly. Um, there's an X-Wing tournament. It was a double-wide trailer. Yeah. It, and I it think was there filled was, with stuff. There were six players, with. and we were five of them? Yes. <laughs> uh, well, no, that's not true, because I think there were two others as well. But, I, I mean, it was okay. – yeah. Uh, but it was – so Keith is like he's just he's just learned to play this game. I don't mm-hmm. even know who introduced him to X Wing. Yeah, we have no he's, idea. He's he's wearing a Boba Fett t shirt and a Bowie hat, <laughs> and this is X Wing 1.0. He's playing a hundred and seven point list. Yeah, we didn't realize that till after the fact. <laughs> um. I mean, it's Chewbacca and two X Wings, and somehow in the very first round, all three are on the same rock. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I, I got to I got to play Keith round one, and I'm trying to do my like, hey, let's teach you how to play this game. Let's have a nice time. Up oh, and everyone's on a rock, and you gotta ask yourself the question: Do I shoot the man at his first tournament at his first game while he's got on the rocks, or do I give him a little leeway? The answer is shoot the man. It, by the way, his son is watching. The his son is, is watching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Ryan's like, "Do I murder this man in front of his son?" Do I? <laughs> sure did. Sure did. Sure did. Sure did. <laughs> so that's Keith's first adventure next wing, and then he just comes out of the hollers, and then mm-hmm. will destroy a tournament. Just yeah. show up, wreck some people's day, and like Boba Fett himself, just disappear. That's true. Mm-hmm. He's our local Tuscan Sand Raider. I mean, he's just. True. I love Keith to death. I, yeah, I absolutely he's, do. He's good people. That said, so Keith got salty with the X Wing, decided I'm out of here. He went to do RC cars for a while. Um, said someone pulled a gun on an RC car event, so he's going to get out of RC cars. I was like, oh, oh my. Uh, so he decided to hop into Legion with us. He's been playing probably about since COVID started. Is when Keith yeah, came he, back. he got in at the wrong point uh, where everything kind of shut down. I'm not um, saying those two things are related, but I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and since so, I haven't been out, I know he's been when things slowly started here in Tennessee to to open back up, and our local some of our local players started coming back out. I've due to the nature of my work has been kind of keeping my distance, but he has been hitting. He's been hitting the ground. Yeah, he's a local local uh, staple by this point. Yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. He's All getting right. two or three games a week. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he really has been. One on Thursdays and then, or Wednesdays and then, you know, one or two on Saturdays. He's been really playing hard. But go on. Um, and that that's the nature of Keith. He, he likes to, you know, go in, hit hard mm-hmm. for the game file. Sometimes burns himself out, so you got to, you know, got to pace him a little bit. Uh, but like Tim said, he's playing all the Mandalorians, just all of them. Yeah. I mean, it's mm-hmm. Sabine yeah. and the two Mandos and the clan and uh, Ren and then Not Leia. Not that clan, and, though. Uh, <laughs> sorry, clan Ren, sorry. <laughs> uh, Leia, R2-D2, C3. It's just, ooh, ooh. It was absolutely gross. And then because of the way the setup was, I ended up having to play Long March, Minefield, Recover Supplies against Oh, them. come on. How did this happen? Recover Supplies was in the third column. Come on. Come it on. It was. Jetpack's um, so good. Vroom, vroom. Oh, jetpack. Jetpack. And I, yeah, just so I couldn't do anything about it. It's just that's what was going to happen. That's, that's the hill you want to die on. No, it's not. It is not. It is not. <laughs> I mean, clones do have them too, so yeah, maybe. It's okay. Um, okay. I mean, yeah, that doesn't help. But right. <laughs> but Long March I like. I mean, I like being able to put my my units. I'm able to get, get the lineup that I, I really enjoy. And it's minefield. I was like, okay, it's not really what I wanted, but I didn't want the supply chest against me because right, sure. you know jetpackers are going to leap to it, then leap to the next one. Right. Um, and so I was like, okay, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Minefield won't be that bad. Keith sends out one of those little four man squads to grab a box into the mine. It doesn't blow up. Ooh. He moves again to get to the box. It doesn't blow up. We're like, what? <laughs> um, okay, cool, 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 cool. I on my side, my activation. I take a dodge token. I move into the mine. It doesn't blow up. I do it again. It doesn't blow up. I put five B1 units next to this mine with dodge tokens. It doesn't blow up. So you've wasted five actions at this point. Yeah, because I'm just trying, with a dodge token, I'm going to be a rebel, and I'm going to not take any damage from this bomb, and I can't get the thing to go off. I finally have to take Grievous and haul him towards this mine to make the thing finally pop, where it hits six units. At that now, point, hmm. I, it, well, so here's why. making there, but all right. Well, because if I don't, it's going to blow up on the next turn, and I'm not going to have any dodge tokens. Okay. Like, I've got to get this thing to go off so it doesn't destroy me while I have all the dodge tokens. Now, Grievous takes no damage from it. I'll be out, and so I think I only lose four bodies in that massive mine explosion. <laughs> the massive mine explosion. It was I mean, absolutely... That's, a, that's I mean, a pretty I mean, solid... Four wounds on a... On a single minefield mine is pretty pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, pretty it good. Is. I mean, but it's but I also had six units. I could have taken two from each of those units if things yeah. had gone real bad, which has been known to do. Because I had the dodges. I was like, okay, cool. Meanwhile, Sabine, because she's Sabine, just had rocketed across the map somehow mm-hmm. um, to throw explosions on the next turn. Turn two. <laughs> so these six units are because I couldn't get the stupid mine to explode the first time. They sit there and take explosions to the face. And that is the grossest one-two punch I've ever had. Um, and so I've lost all sorts of bodies at this point. I didn't use, didn't lose any full units here, um, but I had lost a ton of stuff. Right. His mandos throw rockets into my BXs where they can. Or, so you know, I'm down two snipers. Yep. Um, but because of where he put the mandos, because he knew where he was going to go take care of some things with explosions, he didn't pay enough attention to the staps. Oh, no. And yep. so this is going to get back to the thing you were talking about, Ryan. Can you go after the squishies behind him that are supporting? So I threw, threw, flew all the staps up. Leia was just out of range of the first two staps that I throw up there. So I ended up shooting a Mando squad twice to only kill one body mm-hmm. because, of course, I did. Um, but I was able to get Leia on the next one. I got three hits on her very early 
And at the start of round uh, two, I kill Leia, mm-hmm. which is super handy. The problem is I can't kill R2-D2. I try. Lord knows I try. <laughs> but I'm unable to kill R2-D2 or C-3PO. And at this point, as we're starting to pull boxes, I've got to start shooting box carriers. Right. And so I've got my two boxes. They're hidden. I'm contesting the one in the center point because we kind of hold that off for quite a while. Um, I've got my Grievous engaged in hand-to-hand combat with Sabine and um, Clan Wren. Right. Because that's the thing, that's that's the thing, the thing happened. that happened. <laughs> and Grievous lives. Okay. Grievous lives with okay. that. I mean, I kill Sabine with Grievous. As I, so I actually jumped into Clan Wren, punched them, Sabine joined the fight, then I kill Sabine okay. on, a, on a later turn. I realized that because his, his Mandos aren't grabbing boxes, it's just the squishy guys, I can blow the squishy guys. Mm-hmm. And I do. I shoot three units of squishy guys. And he picks up the box every time with it. And so as we get into the final rounds here, uh, we're doing damage to each other. Like it is a knockdown drag out. We're playing as fast as we can or as best we can. And we're throwing the dice. We're, we're making all the right target plays. He picks up the center point box with a Mando unit and then uses his second action to leap into melee with me. Mm. But I'd already gone with that unit trying yep. to get up the hill to get to the box. And so this goes, to, yep. this goes to that AI conversation we had that because I couldn't take two actions to get there, I had to shoot first and then um, climb the hill to get to the box. I couldn't climb the hill to get to the box and then claim it. Right. Because AI prevented me mm-hmm. from doing that. Um, because I needed tokens to go to the staff so I could blow up his box holders. And so I blow up three box holders. He's got the far two box holders. He's got the final one there. It's a single body. I have a single staff come around i take the shot it is three black dice i just need one to hit him because odds are he may not dodge it it's still white dice i roll all blanks gross all why have you done this why have you done this and that was the final activation of the game like we go all the way down to the last round i mean we're in round six i think maybe it's round five um time is called like it's the end of the night it is eight o'clock and yeah, it is, we were the last game to finish up. I mean, it's hard fought. Grievous just dies. Just dies. Yep. But it doesn't matter because he gets to pull for the one last box there. It was it was a good hard fought match. It really was. Like I said, I had my two. They were safe and stuck and secure. Um, everything, like I said, it was going well. Then that middle fell apart for me just a little bit because of AI and that last dice throw. It was so, so gross. Um we had a couple places like that where he dodged out of things. This right. goes back to that, um, the Mandos and the SA with the Nimble and the Dodge tokens. Right. And I did try to carve up his squishies in order to make that a little bit better. But still, it's red dice at Surge. It's still hard to get some hits in. Yeah. So so let me ask, ask this. I don't know where his R2 is positioning, but R2 tends to stick with the army and then kind of, as they go to grab boxes or fight or whatever, leave away from them. Is there a way what I can do with my short range units that you can do with your staps and your fixed front and the pivot uh, to be able to isolate R2 and, and gun them down? So at the time when I, cause I tried to do that, um, he shrugged off a whole bunch. So R2 was never going to go grab his, his secret mission. Okay. That that was that was that was never happening. He had to go grab boxes because I shut up the box holders. Sure. We'll grab boxes um, and he's also wanting a token, token spam. Yeah. And, but then he repaired himself. Right. And so I will say moving to speed three, because it's a speeder bike, even with the pivot, it's awfully hard to keep him on target without making some loops. So basically, I don't have any aim tokens. 
Yeah, you're not. Well, you're not going to have the aim token if you have to pivot. Yeah, uh, but it, if you can isolate R two as the only thing in your front firing arc, he's a legal target since yes. these staps, unlike speeder bikes, uh, only don't have, have a second fixed, weapon. Yeah, they don't have a uh, out of arc weapon. Um, I will say I had a lot of aim tokens because those staps, because they never really died, I was constantly using that HQ to give the other yep. two orders. So all three of us got orders mm-hmm. um, when it, it, until it fell apart in you know in round four or so. No, it was like I shot at him all the time, and he just didn't die. Um, you know, it's R two D two nonsense. Uh, you know, Clear, the, the normal clearing kind of all the suppression, of course. Clearing all the suppression, who absolutely did. Oh Lord, Keith rolled suppression clearance like yep. he was going out of style. Preach, Preach it! Um, <laughs> I hear that. He, he really was. I mean, and I had, like I said, I have twelve activations. Most of them are taking shots. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I managed to get Sabine's shield down. Of course, he refreshed it, but then we got into yep. melee, so he couldn't use it. I mean, the game was going... It was a, it was a hard-fought game. It really was. So there's, there's no salt in there. there I mean, there he and I... There was salt there. He could have... Wait a minute. There, there was not. Keith... No, Keith and I had a great game because it could have gone either way, and he knew it. Right. Um, he absolutely knew that it was it was going to go be a rough spot. Um, like I said, I murdered every one of those box carriers to the very last guy. Because R2-D2 had a box, the last guy had a box, and the ARC trooper had just picked his up and got into melee with me. Right. So I couldn't kill him. The Mandalorian, you mean? Yeah, yeah sort of the Mandalorian, I, yes. I would, I would love an ARC trooper. It's <laughs> cheaper than Mandos well, for some reason. Um, um. <laughs> Rebels. We, we know Rebels are not the problem. Droids are not the problems. Imperial isn't the problem. No. It's the clones are a problem. It's the clone. Um. But obviously the Mandos or the Rockets were really fun to watch play against. I mean, because that's yeah. just four red dice that can't do anything with Blast. Yeah. Um, at yeah. range three to four. <laughs> I, thought, I thought real hard on my game against Landon. Do I just shoot all my Rockets at B1s just to clear bodies real quick from, mm-hmm. from long range? That's um, what Keith did. I'm, I'm glad, exactly I, I'm glad I saved them um, for, for uh, I, got, I think, a squad of BXs. And then I put one into a stap to ignore its cover. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, being able to move and get two dodges and an aim token for giving them an order for the stats. Yeah, seems, yeah. I mean, seems, oh. good. Plus, seems good. Plus, Ooh. you're going to have some surges for uh, mm-hmm. for aggressive tactics. I'm assuming they're a pretty high uh, aggressive tactics priority target. Yeah, absolutely they are. Um, mostly because they're the ones who have, tend to always have orders on things. Right. So Because yeah. Grievous can be super selfish and take the one pip every time, and I'm still giving orders to those guys. Mm-hmm. Ha- having the third guy who just runs up, refreshes, and then shoots... So your dice aren't quite as good, but you also get to order the other two good aim tokens. So right. then you can do double aim and you know and the move. Or no, right. it's it's nice to be able to swing that target around. It was a hard fought game. It was um, the map was interesting. It was a little wide open for my taste. A lot of a lot of terrain on the sides. Not I mean, and then one giant hill in the middle. But it was no, it really was really but, really good. But that probably honestly favors your army more than Keith's. Um, it doesn't. And I know you, I know you like to think that, but remember anytime they get cover from the one thing that exists, I have a harder time getting through it. And then I have to walk through a no man's land to get close enough to get around it. Yeah. So if there's just one big giant piece, he can hop over it, but he can also jump to the sides of it where I'm slowly marching forward through this open land. I mean, I suppose, I suppose. I, those white defense dice don't do anything. So, I mean, when you don't surge on anything and you don't have oh, any, you know, kind of natural I cover. I know all about white defense dice not doing anything. But you're so Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but no, Keith and I really, we had a fantastic game. We, we really, really did. Couldn't have asked for a better ending, even though I lost. Couldn't have asked for a better ending for that game. You know what's better than rolling white defense dice? Is rolling red defense dice for everyone <laughs> on both sides of the map. <laughs> yes, because my round three was also against the man named Camden, the the X-wing fame, and 
he was absolutely gunline v gunline. Yeah, gunline v gunline. Absolute pleasure to play against. Um, ben already went over his list. Like I said, Chronic Boss, Double DT, Triple Shore, Triple Mortar. Um, pretty standard Chronic Gunline list. Very effective Chronic Gunline list. But with his binoculars. Um, this map, I will not lie. <laughs> this map, in addition to Turn Zero, helped me so much. Because if this was a map that had a big open center spot, I probably just get melted. But the map we played on had a huge, gigantic... I actually really liked it. Just objectively speaking, I really liked it. But it was also just worked in my favor as well. But it had a huge... Not crater. It was like a... Almost like a raised walkway. It almost gave me the feeling as if we were playing on the surface of Utapau. And then in the middle of the map was like... If it could keep going, obviously, like in a more three-dimensional sense, it would have just kept going all the way down. Like, we were at the top level right, right before it drops down, if that makes any sense. But it's just, like, raised mounds around the whole thing. But they were high enough that they were line-of-sight blocking. So I had a lot of places to hide. We played Vaps again, Fortified Positions, <laughs> and Rollout. So Fortified, with all these okay. Imperials, is hilarious. Because it's like, okay, everyone yep. just take your respective yep. barricades. Everyone don't lose <laughs> your barricade. Stay with your barricade, buddy. Okay. If you're going to jump ship to another part of the map, make sure you stay with the barricade. Yes. <laughs> and that's all it is for Imperials. Um, and then also, Rollout was hilarious. Because it's like, yes, I have vehicles. He didn't have any. But I don't care because I'm not going to put my bikes out there. I'm not dumb. Like, I'm no. not going to, like, <laughs> it's neat. I can do this thing. I will not. Thank you. Thank you, but no thank you. But it was a cool deployment and it worked out in my favor. So I, I chose to do that. And it was it was interesting to see because his gun line was absolutely stronger than mine. Because really, my Imperial list, I mean, I had two short, two mortar and that RTC. But that's kind of just more like a... a hoping for crits suppression gun kind of mm-hmm. thing um, right and so really he had the better gun line a lot of my heavy hitters are range three because i got the ss i got Aiden, and so i had to really kind of play like a rebel almost and learning again comes back to hitting the same 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 drum again learning how to infiltrate and this is a game where i actually feel yep. like i didn't infiltrate enough i should have because i had those line of sight blocking i probably should have infiltrated more and hid behind it more, but I didn't. And I, I, I kind of wish I had, because again, I could have popped in and out a little bit easier. I had one SF that was in super good line of sight blocking and great positioning. My other one I thought was line of sight blocking, but then he was able to kind of peek around it and get me. Um, so they ended up getting whittled down. Uh, I think turn two, I had to pop tax strike just because my one SF out there was going to die. So I was like, well, let's see if we can get a shot off. And we did get one shot off, so we got... We got one, and then the other one was really hitting well. He did, again, Kenden played super well. Again, good list, super well. He's only been playing for, like, what, a month, we said, right, Ben? I think yeah, just about a month, yeah. he said. He painted for two months, and then he broke his hand, so he played for the you last could have, You could have fooled me, because he was playing really well. Um, the only exception, unfortunately, was that he didn't really, he's never played with Vaps before, and so he didn't understand mm. the importance of how VAPs work and that, hey, you need to make sure you save an action to bop the VAP, which I, I mean, I still see players do it no matter how veteran you are. Sometimes you just forget. Right. So it happens to everybody. He, unfortunately, he actually tapped one VAP as the blue player one too many times. I didn't catch it the first time. And then he went to tap it a fourth time, which would have put two, four, six tokens on it. 
And I was like, wait, 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 wait. You, you, you don't need to do that. You can't do that. That's, that's not what you do. And he's like, oh, oh, I misunderstood. Yeah. So unfortunately, that kind of was a misplay, but we were able to play around it. Um, his other VAP never got touched. And so, and I kind of saw his units getting close to it. And every time my unit got close to it, it was just perfectly in range to where I could just shoot them. So we would just kind of go one by one, like pour whatever unit was touching. Is it a shore trooper touching it? Kill them. Death troopers are getting too close. Kill them. Okay. (laughs) And then again, just popping in and out. Very rebel-like tactics. Bikes came in, hide behind line of sight blocking best they could, although they were actually a little bit too tall. So they still didn't, they were in heavy cover, which is weird for bikes. But so the bikes survived really well because they were in heavy cover. And so it was an interesting game. Uh, we ended up being, we called it, I think it was like round five or something. And we just called it four, two, cause we're getting late and it was good. Again, if, if he had remembered how, how to tap that VAP on his side, I think it would have gone down to points destroyed cause VAPs, uh, we saw boss, boss poked his head out and because boss bounty was Iden. That's dangerous. That's a victory yep. point that can easily throw off VAPs. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, we nuked the boss from orbit as best we could. <laughs> we mm-hmm. like, no, kill that man. Everything, shoot that man. He was enraged for a minute, but then he died. So it's okay. We were scared, and then we, and then he died. Um, I I spent my ambush to just retreat Aiden so he couldn't kill her. I was so afraid because like, oh no, 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 <laughs> no, it's VAPs. That's, a, <laughs> that's all you need to win. And so I just mm-hmm. retreated her. Uh, but anyway. I think that if we played it traditionally, um, I think it would come down to points destroyed. And I, I don't know who would have won by the end of the game. Um, I don't know. It would have been really close. It would have been a really close game because I had wiped a few units on his side. But I think by the end of the day, yeah, it would have been real close. Real close. It, I I think coming from X-Wing, you are in that position of, well, you kill things and that's how you win. Right. 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 Because yeah. in my game with Camden, he didn't quite a he didn't maybe and part of it's because the setup was not didn't help sure, you at all. sure 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 he didn't approach the ex, other kp to fight for it no yeah mm-hmm. he's just going to shoot me to long range he didn't ever had enough actions right. to get forward to well and it's also and it, him so. and i talked about this after the fact so that's also not just uh, it's not you it's also the imperial problem that a lot of imperial players yes have. and that's what i i mean i still face it is there's the balance you have to find between i could sit here and kill you and just gun you down to death but especially playing against a rebel who's super nimble and, and jumping all over the place, if you tap the VAP, grab the box, what have you, you win because victory points. So it's really I mean, trying death, to find that balance. It's hard. It is. I mean, Death Troopers, if they had approached the center point in my game with him, yeah. I don't know that I could have done a whole lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they died because I had lots of shots to put into them. Yeah. But he hides behind that building. Then I have to circle it to go find him. Yeah. Then he just melees me with all the red dice or shoots me up with all the range no. one di- or two dice. I mean, I don't think Imperials yeah. as a whole is a hard, like, I will never claim that we're the hardest faction to play, but I do think that is the hard balance to find for them is how to balance your right. gun line versus your objective play. Well, I feel like their list, or not their list archetype, but their, their faction archetype yeah. is you are just raw efficiency. You're point yeah. for point. The Imperial units are probably the best. I agree with but that. But you don't have all the fluff and frills. Right. And so the best way to leverage that efficiency is to to token gen and shoot and just right. try to be more efficient on the right. battlefield than your opponent. But it's, yeah, when do you pull the trigger? Well, um, and that's... And go ahead. I've watched so many Imperial players misjudge that because yep. they count actions funny. Yep. Because the way that they think <laughs> I'm going to engage them is the same way that... 
they would engage, they would engage. me. Well, mm-hmm. and I will shoot at the unit that I have no hope of killing or even right. diminishing. But I'm going to force them to make the rally roll, which means they're one move short right. of the KP. Yeah, and it's it's also part of our problem as a faction is aim tokens. We're addicted to aims. Like it's like our you're crack. addicted to aims. We're so addicted to aims. Like oh, I can't. What what if I? I mean, it's what I was just talking about before. Man, what if I just move yeah. one more time? Come on, come on, just move one more time. Give me give me, give me one more aim. Come on, give me that aim. And it's just really hard to it's- shake that. <laughs> It's why I don't like Krennic with the binoculars. For yeah. eight points, that seems awfully expensive for a single aim. No, but it's so good with marksmen and things. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's so good. If you told me that was Veers and you're giving out three aims, sure. I'm like, you know what? Worth it that every time. Also, every time. To him. Yeah. Well, also, I think as a whole, and this is why I can kind of leave it, but like, I think as a whole, this is why I really like SFs. I don't know if they're going to be my style or not, but I like the options they give us because it lets us play more objective-focused. While still right. while still hitting pretty well, but it doesn't let us just rest on range four, so it it helps us shake it up yeah. safely. How about that? <laughs> it's like you have to play like the normal factions. Uh, uh, I don't want normal. Range just three. I don't know if I call rebels normal, but you know. <laughs> all right. So in the end, here this is round two. Who's who had all the wins there? So Scott's two and zero. I'm two one. All right. We got Will, who's two and zero. We've got Ryan, who's two and zero. Yeah. So I had a bit of a panic. Um, yes. Going into the final round, Josh comes up to me and is like, we're going to have three undefeateds. Someone's going to get a funny pairing. Like, I'm just going to hit the button. I'm going to let TTO do the do the random pairings and right. we're going to get it figured out. And I know from previous events, Scott, me and Scott both have been burned hard by um, – the by the, the, the by the pair up pair down to, to to win win or make cuts. But what I forgotten was it doesn't matter who gets the pair up, who gets the pair down, because uh, MOV has changed and strength of schedule is not king anymore. It's not like you get the pair up, the pair down. Wow. It's a death nail. You can get the pair down and still even and still win and win the event because depending, it actually probably helps you at this point. If your opponent in in big old air quotes um, is less prepared, um, that you can get a higher chance of getting more victory points scored. Right. Um, so it's it's less impactful. And then once I it took me a minute to realize that because for two and a half years it's been like oh pair up pair downs are big deals because it tanks your your SOS. But that doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> um, so it was it was less worrisome uh, yeah. for me from everyone having a good time. Right. Um, of Will and Scott, um, I would have probably much rather played Scott because I feel like my win percentage is better against Scott than it is Will. Probably not by much. Uh, it's also clones. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. So I have to – I draw Will. We play on Ben's farm, Matt. Um, and Will is running Rex Padme R2, a full arc team with Bravery Boy – uh, a phase two with Sniper Boy. I think another phase two and three phase ones. Um, and then two, uh, maybe it was just two phase ones. And then two Flamer ATRTs. I the Flamer feel... ATRTs. Whew. 
I feel like this list was designed to murder rebels. <laughs> like this it whole is. package. Good. Good. It should be. It should be. <laughs> well, also, you know, clones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but like. Or not clones. Like, sorry. To murder uh, my. I don't know why I call myself clones all the time. Because all the robots white, look the same. Because that's what you should have played. Yeah. That's what you should have played, <laughs> and you know. That's exactly what we're saying. You know you're right. <laughs> So uh so we we go in I'm blue player by a single point. Um and for the the full pun I see the writing on the wall and I know what my battle deck looks like and I pick uh, I pick my table edge because there are some walls in some funny places on the long edge of one side of the tables that uh could be could be quite good for me. Yeah. I'm either going to be able to put vaps there, boxes there, um, or or whatever else that that will 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 have a tough time pressuring me off of. We uh we go to the battle cards. I tell Will that I people have let me play recover supplies both of my games leading up to this point, and we chuckle about that. I shuffle up my objective cards. I fan them out. Will gets to pick one to eliminate. He flips it over. It's recover the supplies. So there's no hope of us <laughs> playing recover. Ooh, um, thank goodness. <laughs> wow, I'm, I like to see whose corner you're in here. Um, <laughs> you like to see that happen. No. <laughs> I just want you to know you just rooted for the clone player. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but it's Will, so you know. No, no, it's I. You know, rebels in those yeah, boxes yeah, are always yeah, we're, squirrely. We're, we're very always good at squirrely. Them. Yes. Um, we go through our picks and bands. I actually give up my last my last band. I pass on it. Um, we play all the middle cards. Which leads us to, and it was a tough pass for me, but leads us to advanced positions, um, hostile environment. Oh my! And That's bombing run. Okay. Uh, bombing run was spooky for me, but I didn't want to push payload because I didn't want to have to walk towards his ATRTs. Okay. Payload was the the third column option. Um. He's got great bombing runs in uh, two RTs and one of anything else that he wants with token sharing shenanigans. Um, And so we set up, there's that large kind of pumpkin patch in the middle that, uh, that will pretty much scouts most of his infantry into. And we decided to treat it as area terrain, difficult light cover. He sets his RTs, in on advanced positions at the very end of the of his long edge one continuing down the long edge of the table and one ready to run across the middle so basically he's just going to pincer me with flamers who are carrying objectives to to try to score okay i like the plan i do i like the plan too but he made i think one critical mistake here on the very far edge of his short edge, he puts R2 by himself. Ooh. Okay. And then gives him a bomb. Oh. Ooh. But he's going to die. Yeah, that... <laughs> I I set up everything around this kind of building so I can... I have two buildings that I can play Ring Around the Rosie with the RTs with or use Sabine to kind of jump over. I have a building way in the back for Cassian to sit in with his unlimited range sniper where I can kind of see all the major lanes of action. And then I put my four-man rebel squad and my best card duelist mandos all the way up my long edge while almost all of my other stuff was on my short edge. 
And so it becomes my army versus Will. Uh, Will's entire army except for R2. And I've got 150, 60 points dedicated to just R2-D2. So I'm fighting with kind of a hand tied behind my back. Yeah. But then he puts the bomb on R2. And I was like, because, you know, we put he gets to see how we deploy. Now, my best card duelists, they could have just jumped over this building and gone into the middle of the map, into to Will's pumpkin patch, and, and we could have had it out. Um, but what I decided to do is I run those two up the long edge of the board where there's maybe enough space for three bases, and there's pretty consistently buildings that I can... Uh, I can either clear with my units to where they're just fully obscuring gaps, especially with my speed three mandos, or if I can't clear the whole thing, I can clear it with my uh, cohesion. So I'll okay. put the unit leader where he can get shot, but then cohede everybody else forward. So if he terrain scopes the leader, my leader teleports closer to R2. Right. Um, and I was like, what is, what's Will got planned for this, uh, this R2-D2 robot? Or if he's hoping just to crush me so hard... That R2, oh. like, I'll get the R2 thing, but everything else won't matter. And Will does the Imperial thing. Will runs up with his ATRTs because they're pretty much invincible. He went six for six blocks on his ATRTs. My man. Ooh. Gross. Um, gross, cause, gross, gross. Because Padme's stupid and can't just share her tokens at range two with troopers. <laughs> she can share her tokens at range two with anybody, with everybody, yes. including yes. vehicles, which is dumb. I didn't realize that. Yes. Um, yep. Yes. I, Clones and, to Linda S. <laughs> yeah. But, and when I kind of realized that, I just play Ring Around the Rosie and I sit back. Um, my bomb carriers, anybody want to take a guess on who my bomb carriers are? Any any guesses? I uh, the Mendos? Maybe? I'm uh, guess? Uh, yes. Yeah. I have three activations that have speed three jetpacks and red safe. So they are my bomb carriers. <laughs> um, Sabine's got one. Clan Ren's got one. And, uh, and my best Cardulis has one. We, we start to play, and I'm doing my, my side flank against R2. Will starts to see some writing on the wall, but he's committed at this point. He's got to go for it. Um, he's got this perfectly fortified position. He's charging with his RTs, and I just hang back. I hang outside, hang out outside of range three. I take a few pot shots when I can. I'm using Cassian to pick off arcs, one, literally one at a time. Um and Will sits round one, waits for me to come to him. He's in difficult terrain, so he's slow, and it's going to be cumbersome for him to try to get out of it. Round two goes by. He doesn't want to leave his clone ball. His RTs, his first RT drops a mine. Um, he's getting some shots off from some of my straight troopers, but he's not getting the heavy damage he's want. I'm using the buildings to, to force flanks with my jetpacks. The only things he can shoot are one squad at a time and dodged up Mandalorians and heavy cover. Um, okay. And then the fight with R2 starts to go sideways. Um, I get engaged with him. I'm shooting at him with my I never thought I would hear He gets all of his repairs off, but I have Beskar Duelist, so I'm going to beat R2 in a fight. And I'm going to, I'm going to not only score my bomb that my duelists have, but I'm going to pick up R2's bomb and score it too. He gets three hits into my three hit because R2 kills a a, a Mandalorian uh, with <laughs> Wait. a wayward punch. Okay. Um, We're just going to skip over and that? Then, yeah, we're just going to skip right over that. Well, it was gonna... in the duel. No, he doesn't kill a whole unit. He kills one model. Oh, okay. Leaving me on okay. three. Okay. Um, Will gets two shots with uh, a Z6 and like three guys into my Mandos. 
They they are tokened up. I know. I think he only gets one shot, and he wipes them. Oh. Ooh. And so my edge that I had, I no longer have. Now, I've still got three rebel, little derpy rebel troopers there, but they have to go stand in the gap, claim a token, survive, activate in the right order to survive to move up and drop a bomb without getting shot at, which is going to be a tall order. Um, I'm managing to score with Sabine that round, and I think I bring Clan Ren into a spicy position, and Will gets a little greedy and pulls one of his troopers that can shoot up my rebel troopers forward away from them to the other flank to try to punish um, my exposed Sabine. That that kind of happens. Will can't quite, because I'm doing a pretty good job of playing Ring Around the Rosie with the Flamers, can't quite get the shots with his Flamers that he wants, and he knows he's got to move them up, walk past my army to drop a bomb. My army obviously can't do any reliable damage to him, and he does it. But he has a brain fart. And forgets, he spends his second action to pivot his RT to face my my repair droid squad. Right. Not noticing that, because you have to drop the bomb on your activation, not noticing that I haven't activated them yet. No. Because he thinks I'm going to, the first core token I have, I guess, is going to come out and go to my my blue squad, who was with the duelist off in the corner to try to take the R2 point. The very next activation I pull out of my bag is a core. They step out of that flamer's firing arc and claim the bomb that Will just dropped. No. And at that point, that kind of that kind of sealed the game. Um, I picked up that bomb, preventing it from exploding. All three of my Mandos got their their bombs off. Um, there was some great terrain that I could kind of split the difference on to where his his potato patch could only shoot one side of it, and I kept dancing between which side I was on. Yeah, uh, jetpacks are cool like that. Um, and I managed to, uh, to win, uh, three, three to one, uh, on bombing run. Um, and it was a super tight final. Uh, Will made, uh, I think one, I think he made one big mistake during the game, just a brain fart of not making sure that rebel trooper had activated. Cause the, the, the heartbreak was, is he did that with his first support that came out of the bag. He could have delayed longer. Could have waited and, um, yeah. But he wanted to, to just like you're he's you're we've been playing all day. We're nine hours in. Your brain's on fire, and he's like, I have to drop this box in order to score. That is where my brain is. That's where my my presence of mind is focused on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could have pulled another support token, gone with the other RT. It didn't really have much to do, which is why it probably wasn't in the front of his mind. He had something he definitely had to do with the first one. Um, and then I think hanging out R two by himself. Um, was a was a huge blunder. Not and I was comfortable with the move even if he didn't have a bomb. Um, but I would have really loved to seen the phase twos with with Echo uh, protecting R two with the sniper because he just would have shot the hell out of my Mandos yeah. as they charged R two. I uh, would have given him some left oomph in his potato patch, but they kind of just sat there and generated tokens. Um, and I think that's the way that that this list is very good against clones, not in the the dice up standpoint. But I got to pick all of my engagements, and I only took the fights I wanted to take, and he was just the immobilized. Um, so it was I, you know, I got the the three zero on the day. I felt really good. Uh, Keith got the pair down against, or the pair up against Scott's pair down, um, and Keith actually managed to to upset. No, it wasn't Keith. Who ups? Who upset? I played Keith. It's, uh, it's Landon. Uh, it was Landon. It was Landon. It was Landon. It was Landon. Yes, Landon. Yes. Landon. Yeah. Yeah, they played, they played round two. Um, Scott was the one who upset Keith. Um, yes. Yeah, Landon, who gave me a hell of a game, 
had to then go play, I feel kind of bad for Landon, a very similar list, different different token economies. Um, but uh, Landon got the win, finishing 2-1 and one, uh, and making uh, me the only 3-0 on the day, which which felt good. So it was a fun event. Kudos to Josh and everybody who showed up. Uh, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. Lots and lots and lots of fun. But yeah, suck it, I mean, suck it, Will. <laughs> so. It was super, super fun. It really was. It was, it was actually, yeah, it was a good day. It was good it was to get good. back out. It was good. It was good to see painted models on tables. It was good to be back in the saddle. Yeah. 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 I mean, even Brett's terribly painted models, at least, you know, <laughs> That's right. there was light and shine because there's a differentiation there than what you play on TTS. Even though Keith beat me out so. for a second and pushed me down to third place because SA is broken. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So in the in the broken clone meta, uh, Rebels took the one two spot of this clearly prestigious twelve man tournament. And I think yes, we, we, we were the clearly. Does anybody know the faction the breakdown? I know me and Keith were the no. only Rebels. Uh, it's actually probably a pretty even breakdown, honestly. Man. Two of us, I think, it's pretty even because yeah. two of us were playing uh, droids. Yeah, I uh, think Scott's you and Landon were the only droids, so that's four of twelve. I think Scott, um, Brennan, and yeah. um, uh, Camden were all playing uh, Imperial. Yep. Um, and then Mark Bill, was Brett, playing clones, Wally, and yeah. Brendan were clones. Brendan, yeah. I don't know what so, Shadow was playing. Maybe Shadow was the other person. Uh, he was an Empire. Uh, so it's, I didn't. It's Empire. roughly even. He was Empire. Yeah. yeah. It's roughly even. So yes, three Empire, yeah. three. Yeah. So it was it was cool. Yeah. Cool to see, see all the factions well represented. Lots of lots of. Well, I'm not going to say lots of variation on the list because the two Rebel lists were close to identical. Yeah. And yeah, the two droid the lists were two very droid touchy. lists were literally twelve points away from each other. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Gross. Well, but dear listener, if you have another hour, let's talk about some bids because no, because wait of a that minute. somehow <laughs> wait a I didn't have any bids. I had I had seven points, and then suddenly I'm red player all day long, and this is where Brian's supposed to interrupt me. So I had a can go five and point bid, out, and I was but... blue player all day long. <laughs> I had no bid, and I was red player. Shocker, shocker. shocker. There. So. And and the thing the thing to keep in mind, dear listeners, when you go to an event where you're playing a single list against other people who are playing, you know, single unchanging lists, um, I will say, to 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 do well at an event like this, yes, you have to play good. You've also got to get a little lucky on what table you draw, because mm-hmm. I had some, I had two great tables for me and one table not so great for me. Right. Um. But the fact that if I would have played Ben's opponents, the fact that I would have clearly probably been the red player all day and that would have hurt my chances you do have to be a little bit lucky in in who you draw and that's something to, to keep in mind yeah uh, part of it absolutely is the tournament draw it really is because because that's i find it absolutely hilarious that you were red three times i was blue three times and you had a bigger bid yeah i did absolutely and someone was like i wish i spent the points someplace else I got <laughs> right <laughs> you're gonna be red anyway yeah it's always matchup like what who do you play mm-hmm. and, and what kind yep. of list you play um, it is very map terrain dependent. Like I played mm-hmm. three very different tables every time. I don't think any of us all played on the same table. No, I don't like, think anybody had to play. The no, same no one table had to play the same table, which was great. No, but like even you and I, like you and I both played on the farm table, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never played on Tim's any of Tim's tables. I think no. Nope. Tim played a different I table played every all time. Stuff, yeah, I never saw. Yeah, yeah. So like we had a good you know table variation. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and I think the, the final point we want to make is uh, we haven't done this in eight months. Yes, and it shows. It's fantastic. It shows. It shows. <laughs> and it feels. I used, yeah, I still feel it today. And I used to, you know, I've crunched out five game tournaments in a, in a day. It was a long-ass day, but a day before. And done cons. And I feel worse. I felt worse after that event. Yeah. I, 
and I know I wasn't eating like I should have, and I wasn't hydrating like I should have. I was off my water game. Yeah. Um, but like I felt worse than I do after a day of Gen Con. Right. Mm-hmm. I woke up, my legs were stiff this morning, yep. like the back yeah, of my thighs. My, my back didn't quite hurt, but you yeah. definitely feel the, you know, the pull. Will's died, yeah. so, you so, know, that killed him. We, yeah, we just straight died. up killed yeah. him, so. <laughs> so, uh, we're, we're out of shape. Yeah, like, it's great. Yeah. It's good times. Um, it was, yeah, I gotta, gotta do this again sometime. Um, yeah. But yeah, we actually had a proper proper show. We're closing it on a two-hour mark. I was going to say, not a proper show. Like it's been a reports. bit long. It's two hours of battle reports, yeah. but yeah. Well, this is what our show used to be, oh, and then yeah. we stopped having this battle reports. This is true. We've forgotten, Tim. That we, yeah. <laughs> this is what we once were. This is awful. My battle reports used to be, I worked. <laughs> I worked 15 hours a day this week. I just kept working. Dear listener, if you held on this long, good, to, good on you. Also, yep, 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 yep. Find a hobby or something, I so, guess. I don't know. <laughs> they yeah, do. It's check, listen check to us while they paint. Right. Um, so thanks guys for listening to us ramble on about our games uh, we had a great time shout out to, to Dicehead Games for putting on a killer event yes shout um, and until next time I'm Ryan Slowoski reminding you to just put jetpacks on everything <laughs> Jet, jetpacks OP jetpacks and uh, boxes yeah uh, just play jetpacks and boxes that's right <laughs> I'm Tim Hanner reminding you that SA is still too damn cheap two points and I'm two Ben points. Fowler reminding you clones to Linda Est Let's just Delinda est all the Again? Points. Again, he, a repeat of the same outro. I at least changed mine a little bit. I changed it to point cost. Um, pretty sure that's exactly how it was done in Roman time, sir. You just keep saying it until they do it. Okay. <laughs> we will salt the <laughs> fields night, of the clone. Have a, have a good night, folks. <laughs> Nothing shall grow in the clone field. <laughs> no, nope, we're going to salt the gall? it. <laughs> yes, it's, mean, he's always been the Gaul. Yes. He's that's always been true. the he's barbarian. <laughs> he's a Spanish guy. Versin- like no, a- Versingeterix <laughs> wishes he was a- half the barbarian that Brett is. <laughs> <laughs> the Belgian Gaul. Bye, everybody. Bye. With that history, <laughs> there you go. All right. I'm going to pause for a second. I need a yes. quick bio. I'll be right, we're back. Just keep talking. Ben, in his old oh, age, okay. has lost control of his bladder. Yep. Yep. We're just, we're just keep talking. It's not like we can edit all this out. I mean, it's, it is uh, Ben's section in orange here. It is. You know, his whole special intro. Here it is. You can't really take it from him. So this is fun. We could. I mean, we could. No, but we, we, we can't still work here. No. It's what little thunder he has left nowadays. Oh, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> Right, it's right, everyone. We're kicking a man when he's not even here to defend himself. I'm sure his headphones are still our, on. Our, <laughs> yeah, our blooper is just—it's uh, just been pain at this point. That's well, yes. Which at least he's got the the nicety this time around to to mute his mic because he knows this is recorded. That's know, true. When we're playing Civ or, yeah. or whatever, and Ben has to go to the bathroom, it's Let just every door the in the river house is open. Flow. <laughs> yeah. And you can make sure that Ben has a solid, steady stream. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back, Ben. Nothing I, has happened. There should have been any recording. I had the microphone muted. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. <laughs> Carry on. I, uh, yes. <laughs> Nothing was talked about in your absence. It definitely I, won't I be later. No, you didn't hear anything. <laughs> your ears are failing you. Yeah. <laughs>